Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. That would be America blessed from sea to shining sea. By God, it is a great nation. It certainly is. And you should be proud if you are an American citizen to be a part of this nation and work toward making it better. Yeah, thank you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and thank you uh, for being here with us daily. If you're traveling through Times Square, look up above Ripley's, believe it or not, and the Red State Talk billboard is right there above Ripley's. And every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there on on that big screen and old CL's face is looking right back at you. Hey folks, um, if you don't get both hours of the show, be sure to download free the CL Bryant show app and listen to us wherever you go. All the shows are archived there. And again, thank you. That's not what we should be saying though, to the continued farcical troop that has uh, really taken over Washington, D.C. these last uh, few months with nonsense. I mean, just literally have taken over Washington, D.C. And and the beat goes on, at least for another couple of days uh, here before it all just, the brush fire just dies down. And the one thing that is important, we'll talk about this a little bit later on in the show coming up at the bottom of the hour, uh, Rupert Parchment, he is the uh, state senatorial candidate, District 23, there here, well, right here in the, I'm now in Colorado, yeah, in the great state of Colorado, District 23, senatorial uh, candidate, a great guy, a fellow who did, in fact, uh, help me launch runaway slave movie uh, some years ago now 76 seven years ago now and uh, he's running for state senator here and uh, i certainly believe that there are things that need to be done through certain types of people statesmen uh, who will make a difference in the way colorado could swing barring uh, denver and boulder uh, but leaving leaving some leeway here for the rest of Colorado that seems to be on the surface in, in many ways um, sane in the outlying areas of the big cities. There's a sanity still in Colorado. California's the same way. But Rupert Parchment is running for um, state senator here in the state of Colorado. And uh, you'll hear from him. 
at the bottom of the hour. As we were mentioning uh, there in Washington, D.C., the beat goes on, the lunacy continues, and the farce uh, is in full bloom. However, the foregone conclusion, if there can be one, is that the president will be exonerated of um, his accusation, of the accusations that have been leveled at him. Meantime, as well, in the news, uh, we have something going on with China. In fact, the whole world has something going on with China at this point in time, and uh, they're kind of upset about the strengthening of the travel ban that the president has put in place. They're thinking that uh, somehow that will make the pandemic, this, this is their words, uh, worse. This is what they wanted to um convey to the uh, World Health Organization who, yeah, who, they conveyed that to them. So they kind of ticked off at the U.S. for, uh, and the president, of course, for strengthening the travel ban. But did they not say that this was a pandemic? And so what do you do? What, what do you do when you have uh, identified where the pandemic originated and you have uh, identified and uh, come to the conclusion that this pandemic, this sickness will and can indeed be fatal. So if you have these folks wanting to... um, (laughs) Come into your your country. And this maybe it's just me. I don't know, but isn't it uh, common sense? Doesn't doesn't it make common sense to well keep them out until uh, we can determine that we actually have a handle on this thing. Because uh, the Chinese foreign ministry is saying that we're overreacting to this coronavirus, which is identified as a now a pandemic. And I quote what the Chinese foreign minister uh, spokesman for him said. He said, and he's taking a jab at the United States, you can tell. A certain country has turned a blind eye to WHO, which is the World Health Organization, uh, recommendations and impose sweeping travel restrictions against China. Now, that certain country is, of course, you, the United States. That's who he's talking about. Uh, Who are... Cheering the Chinese foreign minister spokesman, he tweeted this on Saturday and reports the Washington Post. This kind of overreaction could only make things even worse. It's not the right way to deal with the pandemic. <laughs> okay, so. What is the right way for America to deal with a pandemic other than keep the people who carry the pandemic where it originated 
to keep them out. No, not maybe not forever, but for now. <laughs> oh yeah, you keep them out for now <laughs> until we truly get a vaccine or we truly get a handle on just what is going on here. You know, that is intelligent. That makes sense. But now, you are going to have people who live in ivory towers. And you better believe this. The, this is the elitist attitude toward it. Who will want to tell you uh, what to do as far as your personal health is concerned. And would like to chastise a concerned president over your personal concerns, your health. They want to chastise him and tell you what you're going to do while they live in the ivory towers. That's what uh, liberalism, that's what elitism does. And believe me, I am not uh, angry and mad at nobody who lives in an ivory tower or I am not mad at anyone who makes plenty of money. What I am concerned about is the attitude we take toward others when it comes to being elitist. Huh? There are certain attitudes that we do indeed take. And friends, if in fact we have elected officials that um, you see treating us differently than they would treat themselves, then you move, our nation begins to move from liberty to tyranny. And that's what's happening. Yeah. Our nation begins to move from liberty to tyranny whenever your elected officials began to treat you, us, the people who put them in office, and those of you who went to vote, and all of you who will be going to vote, because that's what you must do. At this point in time, in order to save this republic, we must get back to our feet going to the cast our ballots, taking us to cast our ballot. We must get back to those feet moving toward the ballot box in order for us to truly make giant strides. We must do that vote. Because, and when we vote. We must pay close attention to who it is we are voting for. Pay close attention to their campaign rhetoric. What they have said on the campaign trail may not mean a thing to them when they secure the office. Now, none of us can see into the minds of people, but there are certain track records. There are certain things that do indicate future behavior. Absolutely. And the problem that we have had 
is that we have not vetted candidates the way we should vet them in understanding their particular proclivities and loyalties. You have to find out what their loyalty, where their loyalties actually lie, folks. We must pay attention to that. And so you have those who will take side with the Chinese and say, hey, listen, we need to lighten up the travel ban uh, because that's the right thing to do. (laughs) What? Let the Chinese be angry. Let us be safe. How about that? Let the Chinese be angry. Let us be safe. Let the rest of the world be angry that we place certain restrictions on who we allow into the nation. People have done, nations have done it throughout time because it helps to keep the people in the nation safe from influences that may very well harm them. The first job of government and government elected officials is to keep the population safe. That's the first job. And so if anyone stands with those in favor of loosening restrictions that would endanger us. And I'm not an isolationist. Don't get me wrong. I am not an isolationist, as some of my uh, libertarian friends are, and the Republicans, I'm Republican friends of mine are. And conservatives, there are many conservatives who are isolationists, but I'm not one. I believe in uh, American influence around the globe as long as we remain sovereign to our uh, stated course by whatever president we place in office to dictate that course, as long as we're able to do that. But I am saying to you, it makes sense for us to keep out people who would do us harm in this country, not forever, but certainly for now. And as I stated to you earlier, uh, when you start hearing elitist politicians and seeing elitist politicians do things uh, toward you and enact things on you that they would not adhere to themselves, when they treat you differently than they would treat themselves then, hey, our nation begins to move from liberty to tyranny. Don't forget that, friends. And so um, as we move forward, and I I dropped this on you the last time I was with you. um, As we move forward, you might realize that there is an education Yeah, there is an education that is going on. 
that you must be aware of. And, and you must understand that there is a difference between schooling someone being housed for however long, six hours, seven hours a day at school and being educated. There's difference in just having gone to school and actually have been educated. Grasp most everything that could have been grasped from being at the place of schooling. You get an education if you grasp what they taught. Our problem is the type of education that is coming out of the public school system. And last week uh, was the um, school choice, school choice week. But you can't just have weeks for that. That has to be an ongoing fight, right? Sure, it does. And it is. And so, friends, um, take no thought of reversing course now. I think I I said this to a group of people uh, over the weekend. This is a time where men and women of courage must step forward with your best game face on it's game on. And, um, oh, by the way, speaking of game on, congratulations to Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit later on. A lot to do, a lot to talk about. Coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour will be Rupert Parchment, uh, senatorial candidate, Colorado state senator, uh, senatorial candidate, Colorado District 23 will be my special guest for a couple of segments. And uh, I'm really glad that you, you were able to come along with me here today as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast and border to border. Uh, Download free. The C.L. Bryant Show app. If you don't get both hours of the show soon in several other areas, we will be coming on to you terrestrially. And I'll let you know more about that as we move toward that date. And uh, hey, folks, keep an eye on who it is you elect office. You'll be able to scrutinize uh, every candidate that comes on to uh, this show, and you, of course, need to uh, make sure you pay attention to what their opponents are all about and what they're, they're all about, you see. Get a clear pick. I'm CL. Be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you so much for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. And hey, folks, you know what? If you're traveling, I say this to all our friends up in New York City, uh, in New York City, if you are traveling through Times Square, be sure to look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, and the Red State Talk billboard is right there above Ripley's, across the street from B.B. King's, and every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up on the big screen there in Times Square, and old C.L.'s face looking right back at you. And if you don't get both hours of the show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show. Uh, and, of course, listen wherever you go. All the shows are archived there. Red State Talk Radio is our flagship station, and we are the most listened-to-talk platform in the entire country. Red State Talk. Get it. Download the app itself. Hey, I was um, been blessed to uh, meet people who are serious uh, in our nation and uh, people who are serious understand that we need to do things that will, in fact, help us Secure our republic. And my next guest is one of those, let me get him in here, is one of those types of people who understand what it means to be a statesman. His name, Rupert Parchment, candidate for state senator, the great state of Colorado, where I now reside. District 23 is where he will be representing. Rupert, welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show. Thank you for being there for us today. How are you? I'm doing great, C.L. No, thank you for the show and for having me on. I'm blessed to be here. Well, Rupert, I want to say this and ask you this. Um, as I do every candidate uh, that comes on the show, you're running for the state senatorial seat held by our good friend Vicki Marble, District 23. And the question is, why should we vote for you? Why do you want the job? 
Well, it's quite simple. Uh, 95% of us aren't career politicians. I'm including that. I'm a small business owner, CLI own a trucking company and a roofing company here in Colorado. And, you know, they say all politics are local. It's also at the dinner table. I've got a 15, a 12, and a 4-year-old. And these are the the issues that I'm fighting for, the issues that are affecting not only me, but my posterity. And I am running to secure the future for them, as well as to make sure America is a better place for myself and my neighbors. That's why I'm asking for people's vote. When we look at the state of Colorado, Rupert, and both of you, both of us, um, you know, come from the south to this uh, state, it's uh, squarely the beginnings of the west, it in Texas, the beginnings of the west, and it once was a solidly dependable red state, conservative state, and I've seen those values in Colorado all around. Rupert, is there any reason that you may offer as to what happened here in the great state of Colorado? Well, I think it's, you know, unfortunately, we're not relating to, uh, we're not relating to ourselves. We've lost a sense of family. Um, We have, we're not talking to our neighbors and bringing them in on the same issues that we all have in common. And because of that, uh, as well as the mass exodus of people leaving Taxifornia, they're coming to Colorado and they're looking for those low taxes. They're looking for uh, educational viability for their children. They're looking for uh, ways to protect their Second Amendment rights. And Colorado becomes that home. Unfortunately, uh, they also bring that vote um, that goes against their their self-interest. So for people like me, I'm a new face and a fresh voice here in Colorado. And what that means is it's time that we start. We pass the the torch. We pass the baton and we go into the next race of conservatism with some new faces on the map. And we go ahead and we engage those people and bring them back home because most people do believe in our principles. We are true. You know, when I think about what you have said, and I, when I think about the state of Colorado, I uh, do believe that there is uh, room for a candidate like you. And, Rupert, you know when I'm, I'm talking about candidates who are emerging who are conservative and full disclosure folk, both Rupert and I happen to be Americans who uh, have dark skin. We're black in this country. That, though, is not anything that he or I are looking to make any type of headway on. We want to be judged by the character that we bring and what we bring to the table. Rupert has that particular message and is that particular message being trumpeted in a fashion that can actually be palatable and then workable uh, in America today, uh, is, is, can we get around skin color? Can we do all of that uh, in, in this country? Or is that something the progressive uh, Democrats are promoting in order to maintain a certain leverage? Well, what the, what the progressive left is engaged in is a fear campaign. And what the, the biggest fear for them is an educated, articulate, conservative black man or woman. Now, first and foremost, I'm an American in this country, and this is the land of milk and honey. And because even saying that, they would tell you that I'm lost and I don't understand the issues. But on the contrary, I do understand the issues affecting all of Americans. And so what we have to be careful of is this this agenda of the left 
to go ahead and say that we're, we're, we're crazy, we're loons, we're on the fringe of, of the right, when, it, when essentially we are what America is. And it's, the, it's, it's, it's life, liberty, and the pursuit, not the guarantee of happiness. Many people have forgotten that, and the Republican Party embraces that. And because of that, for me, people are voting for me not because Rupert's the, the, the an African-American, a black man. They're voting for me because I stand with the same issues that they believe in, energy independence, uh, protecting our children's right to – our right to pick a, the proper school for our children, uh, the Second Amendment. These issues and so many more, limited government, it's because of those issues that people are looking at me. My demographic is less than 1% black people in my demographic, and those same values and core beliefs benefits everyone everyone it does indeed benefit and what you have just heard folks was someone with core values core beliefs and things that he would like to protect and he expressed that there are things that we'd like to protect that is uh our posterity our, our future our children and rupert Tell us now, where did you groom, where, where did this type of grooming uh, come to you from? Where did you get these type of values? Well, these values come from my dear Lord and Savior to start. And secondly, the experiences of life being a small business owner. When you have to sign those paychecks and families are dependent upon you, and you experience the infringement or the hardship through regulation that uh, that that is oppressive, and the the constant attack by the left of, hey, you're a rich guy and you should pay your quote unquote fair share. With all of these attacks and these infringement on business owners like myself, that's what shapes and molds you. And of course, it's your faith. I am pro life. I believe that life begins at conception and ends at natural death. So again, when I when I said to my father, I, I'm not beholden to man; I'm beholden to him. And so, you know, for me, it's important that we, when we see these issues come up, that you you have to have a moral compass. Where is your moral basis? And I have those for me. And of course, that comes also additionally, you know, third from family, uh, the child of immigrant parents from uh, Jamaica, West Indies, and their belief that if I can get to America, I can get prosperity. There's an opportunity for me, regardless of my education. My my dad didn't finish high school. He swept hair at a barbershop. But three to four years later of saving with my mother and working, they were able to buy a couple corner stores and then a grocery store. That is the American dream, CL. That is, that is the American dream. And that's exactly what we're all fighting for. Folks, my uh, special guest these uh, uh, next couple of segments is Rupert parchment and and uh hey if you haven't met him you need to know him you folks who uh listen to us there in the colorado area and soon will be on uh terrestrials uh stations there in the colorado area but around the country if you have friends in colorado uh you make sure in in denver in the denver colorado area district 23 area you make sure that they know the name rupert parchment and uh here in just a moment uh, when we come back, when I bring Rupert back up here, I want him to tell us about um, how you, if you're so inclined, can help him if uh, you are so inclined. Rupert, in fact, go ahead and tell us about how we can do that right now. How do how do people, if they would want to, help you? Well, there's there's the three T's, time, treasure, or talent. Um, what we are in need of, of course, what feeds the uh, the campaign, of course, would be treasure. 
Um, you can go to www.rupert2020.com. That's R-U-P-E-R-T 2020.com. You can sign up to volunteer or uh, additionally make a contribution. Invest in this campaign. Invest in securing the future. And the maximum contribution is $400 per uh, individual. And we're grateful for any blessing that you can bestow upon us and so into what we're trying to do. And folks, that's exactly what it is when you when it all boils down. It's what you decide to sow into. And you're looking for a harvest of some type. You're looking for some type of reaping when you plant, uh, whether it's money, time, resources, what have you, uh, into campaigns. You're looking for some type of harvest. And friends, that's what we were talking about earlier in the show is we must now send to our state houses and our national houses people who have our interest at heart and people who understand what it is to be a statesman and someone who also loves this country because they do understand the benefits, the blessings of this nation. And Rupert Parchment has proven to be one of those. Rupert, um, you and I uh, became acquainted uh, when I, I made a, a film, award-winning film, the Crystal Dove award-winning film, Runaway Slave, and your uh, comments were very instrumental in kicking off um, this uh, movie, and uh, thank you for that. This is the question that I have for you. Uh, that's been uh, seven years ago. Uh, when we did all of that. Uh, you were in Georgia at the time. I was coming out of Louisiana, traveling the country, and really haven't stopped yet. And so uh, this is my question. Have black people grown politically from that time until this time? Is there an opportunity even for the black vote to begin to turn. What do you say? Oh, absolutely. I, I think since um, you created Runaway uh, Slave, that it's begun a, it began a movement where people started. I mean, let's be honest, uh, Blexit and all these other movements owe their inception, their, their, their conception, if, if you will, from Runaway Slave. And it's from that the challenging black America to think and also to look at and answer some questions. Does the Democrat Party really care about you? And you have to look at the You know, the Democrats have been promising since the, the mid 60s, all of this uh, equality and, and, and specifically in terms of wealth and opportunity. And they haven't delivered. You look at the uh, the, the urban ghettos of America. That's 50 years of Democrat vote. How'd that work out for you? But look what but I think our challenge also is people think I need 90, 95 percent of the black vote to win. No, you only need 15 to 20 percent to have a complete red country. That's what we're looking at. And that's not hard. Our, our president, I believe he got 11 percent of the black male vote and 7 percent of the black female. We are coming a long way. And then Donald J. Trump is a large push towards getting there because people are saying you keep pointing the finger at that guy. But he's doing some tremendous things, not only for African-Americans in this country, but for all boats rising. You know what? No, go ahead. Yes. Finish your thought, Rupert. And I think that's what we have to look at is that we have to keep little by little. They've got a 50 year jump start. 
on on some of these issues. But when people like you got involved 10 years ago, let's not forget that, you know, Obama had 97 percent of the black vote. And and since that documentary, I think you can uh, quantify how that has changed little by little. Even on my Facebook friends list right now, there are people who became friends with me from that documentary and would send me private messages and say some of the things that I saw in that movie or in that documentary, that movie, sorry. They said it really made me think and start questioning, am I blindly giving support for an organization that doesn't care about me? Wow. That's a tough one to look in the mirror and say – You've been had. And it's time for me to take my vote somewhere toward to someone who will appreciate it. And we appreciate it. Wow. Uh, hey, man, that was a lot. That was a lot. And, and uh, I, I want you to stay with me through uh, the break coming up here shortly. We still have about uh, three minutes in this uh, segment. My guest is Rupert Parchment, uh, who is on with me. He is state senate candidate. Colorado District 23. And friends, I want to uh, say this to you, that uh, conversation uh, that we're having here is a very honest conversation. And you don't hear this type of conversation uh, as often as you should, but you do and you will hear this conversation right here daily on the C.L. Bryant Show. Download free the C.L. Bryant Show app onto your uh, favorite device and uh, come along with us as we build the bridge daily. Now, hey, uh, listen to this. Uh, when we come back, we have on with us Rupert Parchment, who is also a business owner, owns a roofing business and a trucking uh, business as well here in the great state of Colorado. Now, I'm a business owner. And many of you who listen to this show, you are business owners, or you maybe like to be, or you work for a company and you know what it is to show up and do a job every day. Well, friends, my next question uh, to Rupert is going to be after the break. My next question is going to be, are there equal outcomes? Because that is something that the progressive uh, uh, socialist Democrats want us to uh, embrace, the idea that everyone should experience some type of equal outcome. But being business people and knowing people who have failed and succeeded in business, as I have, uh, failed, uh, in fact, a few, um, probably a few more times than I have succeeded, but and I know that outcomes can be different, and, and, and I just don't understand how we can expect an equal outcome. We're going to talk to Rupert Parchment about that when we return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show right here over Red State Talk Radio, the most listened to talk uh, platform in the country red state download free the cl bryant show app all of the shows are archived there come along with us daily 1205 until 2 p.m in the east and hey friends you think the super bowl was something we're going to talk about this after the top of the hour you just wait until the president's State of the Union address. I'll talk to you about it when we return with Rupert Parchment. Oh, 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. That was D Rock's. Uh, latest. I am an American. Get it wherever music is sold. I was honored to lend my voice to the opening of uh, his latest song, I Am an American. D-Rock! Get it. Uh, uh, D-Rock Country, D-Rock Country, wherever music is sold. He is uh, hey, D will burn the house down, I'm telling you. Open for Chuck Berry in one of Chuck's very last performances up there in Kansas City. And sh- uh, shout out to Kansas City Chiefs. Now the defending, will be the defending world champions of American football. My special guest here today has been Rupert Parchment. Uh, Rupert is running. Running for Senate, a state Senate seat held by my good friend, Vicki Marble. And uh, she, of course, we're going to have her on here next week. She is running for state representative and she's going to tell you all about that. But today, Rupert Parchment is letting us know why uh, he should be the man to succeed, uh, Vicki Marble. And uh, we're going to continue with that conversation now. Rupert, when we left, I had a question about uh, equal outcome, and um, for some reason, that is uh, seemingly a, a very enticing thing. And so talk to us about uh, where the fallacy comes in when we start thinking equal outcome for all. Well, great question, and, and how I would like to start that. I'm a little wordy sometimes, CL, but we got to talk about the dream, and I'll briefly state Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King had a dream. And every American, when people came from all over the world to come to America, they also had a dream in this country. What I see is happening and how this ties into your question is that we've stopped dreaming. The left has gone about saying that it's unfair. The game is rigged. You can't win. You can't succeed. They're, They're creating a victimhood, a victim mentality, as opposed to when other people come into this country They see the opportunity. The number one demographic growth in America are Nigerians. How is it that we supposedly have racism holding us back so much, but a group of Africans are coming into this country and exceeding other groups? It's because we've stopped dreaming, and instead the the liberal left will say, well, let's attack the rich man or woman and take the money from them and give to you. 
because you can't get what they have. I mean, in the 90s, everyone dreamed about being Donald Trump. Half of the rappers talked about, I want to be as rich as Trump and this, that, and the other about Trump. But where did the dream stop and how have it, has it been replaced with a sense of desperation and supposed inequality? Now, I'm not saying that people don't have a tough time. They don't run into adversity. Heck, the, the testimony of that is yesterday the Kansas City Chiefs being down over 10 points. But they fought back. Some would say give up, leave the stadium, jump to your car, give up. The, the game is rigged. They've got a better defense than you, this, that, and the other. But if you stay steadfast and keep trying, wasn't it our president, Abe Lincoln, who failed 10 times but still came back and became a president? Absolutely. It's not the guarantee of, 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 of wealth. There's no guarantee, but uh, by golly, protect my right to be able to do so. The government at its least core principle should be able to allow the roads to be paved or, or a way that I could bring my commerce to market. That if I want to start a business that I can, that if I want to walk freely down the street or attend a school that I can, I am free to enter the market. It is not guaranteed. We should not pick winners and losers. And so a lot of people, you know, look, I've tried. I've, I've been in business. I've had a lot of, you know, I'm sure we all can hold our hand up and testify to that. You've tried something, didn't work out, but you keep trying. But when you stop dreaming, you control people, and then you, you have them believe that you're their sole provider. You try to replace God in their lives and make yourself God, and you stop people from dreaming. And I'm here to tell you, the dream is still alive. People are still coming to the land of milk and honey of the, the United States of America. And it's not because of the social programs. It's because of the opportunity for a guy like my dad, who didn't finish high school, who could come here and sweep hair, hair at a barbershop for a few months, save up his money, and apply it towards having his own business years later. Wow. That's what America is. Wow. Wow. Folks, that is the essence of the American dream. Uh, you know, before you know it, uh, uh, Mr. Parchment was in business for himself. And so this is the essence of it. And, you know, you brought up, Rupert, uh, the, the game, yes, the game uh, between the 49ers and the Chiefs. And there was no equal outcome there, folks. There, 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 there wasn't. And there's going to be winners. There's going to be losers. Uh, there is no question about that. And so even the, the, in the very essence of sports, we talk about World Series, uh, Super Bowl, what have you, uh, the NBA championships, whatever. There's no equal outcome, folks. So I don't understand how we want to, that to be something that we uh, want to mimic or, or at least introduce in life. Uh, well, let's... Uh, um, let's talk again, Rupert, about uh, the job. We have about seven minutes left in our interview here, but I, I want to talk to you about the job uh, and uh, that the president is doing and this perceived uh, crime that the Democrats. What is the what? What are they doing? I, I don't understand why they're wanting to keep this up. Is there a method to that madness? Or give us your take on it. I, I believe if you can say a lie over and over people will start to believe it i mean they've, they've, they've got nothing to beat the man on he is truly and and in my lifetime and for many people who are alive the greatest president we've ever experienced and i don't care what side of the spectrum you are whether you're a republican or or a democrat this man has shown 
what happens when we put someone with low, a, a business owner with politi- with no political experience who came in and shook the world and truly made America great again? I, I, by golly, will be voting to make sure that he keeps America great again. Because everything that he said that he was going to do, I, what I'm used to is you try one time, oh, I couldn't get it done. So, you know, hey, I tried and they didn't vote with me. So uh, I really need your donations and support. <laughs> oh, not Donald J. Trump. Oh, they wouldn't give me the wall. Well, let's figure out this way. Well, let's figure out. Let's try this attitude. Let's let's try to renegotiate a trade deal. And oh, now we've got Mexico putting up turning away caravans. We have Mexico setting troops up on the borders and enforcing the border. Who would ever thought that you can get Mexico to put? And then he's got China buying rice. Are you? <laughs> I, I, the man is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> As, as, as Dizzy Dean, this is before your time, Rupert, as Dizzy Dean once said, who to thunk it? And so <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm asking a question, see, I'm just asking a question. The man's incredible. I, I don't know. Absolutely right. And uh, uh, he is uh, that, folks, and, and, and all of that. And regardless of whether you like the way he says it or the way he tweets it or, or what have you, uh, I'm one of those that's result-oriented. And uh, let me tell you, this president can talk as crazy as he wants to talk as long as he gets the job done and that's exactly what he is doing he's getting the job done rupert parchment uh tell the people again and share with the people again what it is you are doing in the state of colorado and how to engage with you if in fact they are so inclined well my name is rupert parchment uh state senate district 23 it's the seat held by the great Senator Vicki Marble, one of the most conservative in Colorado, and I'm happy to announce that she has endorsed me as well. You can go to Rupert2020.com. That's R-U-P-E-R-T 2020.com. Uh, Americans, friends, I'm asking you to dig and, and to help and support this campaign. Uh, all contributions are welcome and, and, and thankful. Please be involved locally and support conservative candidates. And by all means, please go to Rupert2020.com and help us move our message forward. That's um, that's Rupert Parchment, folks, uh, District 23. Rupert, listen, it's been an absolute joy to have you on. Uh, tell the wife, Megan, and the kids uh, we said hello. A special shout-out to little Rupert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got to start him young. Uh, got to start him young, man. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's how we preserve the republic, folks. That's yeah. how we do it. And so— At four years old, has already been to a republic meeting so we got to get him and start him young <laughs> absolutely and uh so so listen god bless you and god keep you is my prayer fight the good fight i know that you will because you are fighting the good fight rupert parchment thank you for being on with me man thank you cl have a great day I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. That was Rupert Parchment, and we're going to return with more of the show here in uh, a few minutes. Uh, i got about two minutes left here uh, in this segment, so I want to uh, just revisit this equal outcome idea that is so enticing to us as Americans. I want you to remember this. 
I say this all the time. We 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 have stated this in our film over and over again, uh, and I have quoted this from the film over and over again. Mason Weaver uh, and uh, Rupert Parchment and people like that uh, have, in in fact, been very instrumental in uh, the moving forward. Uh, of the evolution in black politics in this country. And, and, and um, it is important that we understand just how you are being enticed to lay down your freedom for free stuff. And beware are those coming bearing the gift of debt forgiveness. Uh, They will own you if they forgive your debt. The slave does not necessarily seek freedom if the slave can be comfortable in bondage. Oh, you better hear me. You better hear me. The slave does not necessarily seek freedom if he or she can find themselves comfortable in bondage. And that's what they're offering you. They're offering you comfort in the bondage that they have waiting for you. If you bite into the poisonous apple of socialism, that will be your final words. Uh, hey, throw me some beads, mister. As we say in, New Orleans, in, in, Baton, in um, Louisiana, during Mardi Gras time, hey, throw me some beads, mister. Yeah. The floats, the parades, it's a big deal down there in my neck of the woods, Mardi Gras. Free stuff, shiny stuff to keep hold to, but it's absolutely worthless. They wouldn't be throwing it away if um, it had value. And that's the, that's where socialism crumbles is that it takes away value. I'm CL. We'll be back after the top of the hour with more of the CL Bryant Show. Don't go away. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Hold on, hold on, you. Right, you. 
Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains to the C.L. Bryant Show. That's what you're listening to. I am C.L. Thank you so much for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout the Fruited Plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Well, the race in Iowa is absolutely (laughs) Uh, something for the record book. And uh, there's many implications as far as the race is concerned. Biden loses. What does that mean? Uh, Bernie wins. What does that mean? How close does Warren come in? Uh, third, does Buttigieg uh, edge her out? Does Klobuchar remain uh, in the race, or is she finished? There's a lot to consider as we move forward. And uh, you have people like Lindsey Graham who uh, have found themselves and have rediscovered a spine. Lindsey Graham uh, is doing that, and, and, and so is Mitch McConnell. In fact, the entire Republican Party seems to have found their spine again. Had it uh, when Reagan was president, (laughs) Uh, although sometimes they weren't very dependable. And they haven't had a spine, really. The Republican Party has not really had a spine since Reagan. Until now, up until now, Donald John Trump has uh, been able to loan to the Republican Party his spine, his strength, and they have gained strength from him. It's easy to see. It, 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 it's very easy to see that they have actually gained strength from the character of Donald John Trump, even though that character is often under fire. The party has gained strength from his personality. And it it holds true because uh, every company uh, that I have been a part of Um, Every church that I have uh, been a part of and uh, churches and companies that I have led, invariably, the people began to take on the personality and the character of the leader, if he's leading. And the proof that Trump is actually leading the party, leading the country is because the country and certainly the party is beginning to take on his characteristics. And one of the chief characteristics of Donald John Trump is confidence, strength, forthrightness. That's that's, um, what you're beginning to see. And Lindsey Graham... Uh, it definitely has found 
uh, his uh, spine. There's no question about that. He has found his spine. Uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, a Republican, of course, South Carolina, um, last Sunday said um, he won't, won't give a pass to Joe Biden's involvement in Ukraine. Okay, so uh, the the impeachment thing, it, it's wind down. Okay, it's it's will never be over. But we're able at this point to move past, okay? And as this, this is amazing, as this dies down, now you have what's being played up. It's it's the Republicans' turn at bat, okay? Yeah, it's, it's the Republicans' turn with the ball, Okay, and what they are about to do is make sure that the spotlight is on full blast when it comes to Joe Biden. And friends, let me tell you, Joe Biden may not be, he just may be uh, a shadow of what he could have been in just a few days a shadow who fills the void oh no not bernie sanders little mike bloomberg it, they listen the democrats would rather be on a raft in the middle of the pacific with very little water than to have Bernie Sanders win the nomination. At least Bloomberg, who is a socialist, but a capitalist. (laughs) It's a paradox. It's a paradox. Go, Go figure. You know, at least Bloomberg has not publicly declared himself to be a socialist, even though policy-wise, he certainly has. But now, they would prefer him or anybody but Bernie at this point in time. They would prefer Kamala Harris than Bernie Sanders. Bernie is probably going to play that card if he gets the nomination and go for a person like Kamala Harris as a second so that a socialist will be able to get into the office even if Bernie kicks the bucket. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a diabolical game that's going on right now. I mean, it is absolutely diabolical what's happening. But Lindsey Graham is saying that he will bring, I will bring in State Department officials to ask them why they, why didn't you do something about the obvious conflict of interest Joe Biden had? And you know, 
That question has not been asked, has it? It's obvious, it's blare, it's it's glaring that there was a conflict of interest going on here. It is absolutely glaring. <laughs> so why didn't anyone ask the question? Why hasn't anyone brought in State Department officials and ask them? Why didn't you do something about the obvious conflict of interest that Joe Biden had? Joe Biden's effort to combat corruption in the Ukraine became a joke, Graham said. And and when Joe Biden got before the Ukrainian parliament talking about sweetheart deals, reforming the energy sector. I can only imagine how they were laughing under their breath. What about your son, Vice President Biden, sitting on the most corrupt board in Ukraine, Burisma, receiving a salary of three million dollars 50 grand a month i can only imagine if republicans had done what biden had done and friends that's the rub (laughs) that's it right there it would not have been right either way whether it was a republican or a libertarian and certainly not a democrat But the amazing thing here is that the media is not reacting in any way that seems to be alarmed. No, no, no. He's he's one of them. He's uh, protected. But if it had been a Republican... If it had been a Republican, can you imagine what the media circus would be like? Well, we are now in that mode where we Understand that educating ourselves to the way this process is working. Either for, whether you think it's for you or against you, you still need the education to know if it is working for you. And it's simple it's the economy. How is your economy? Is it better? I mean, be honest now. Or is it worse? Have Are you in a situation that you may be in because you are making more money, but you're actually spending more as well? Are, are you so your situation doesn't change, right? Okay. But actually, it did because you're making more money. Most Americans are. And those who were jobless, they now have jobs. 
we now have a surplus of jobs in this country. And unless there is an education on that, our young people are going to sell their birthright for free stuff. That certainly is not free. Hey, friends, you know what? If you don't speak up soon, I'm talking to all of you, you mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, uh, older brothers and sisters out there, grandparents for sure. If you don't speak up soon, there's no way your voice is going to be heard. Because even in defeat, you're not going to be able to take away the megaphone from the Democrats that somehow, some way, <laughs> all of this is, all the Republicans rigged it all. They, uh, they're, you're not going to be able to take that megaphone away from them saying that the Republicans rigged it all, especially when they lose the House of Representatives big time, when they lose the Senate big time, lose seats in the Senate big time. When we hold, of course, the presidency of the United States. That you're, we're not going to be able to take the megaphone away from them where they will be shouting that the whole thing was fixed. And because our young people, they are they're, they're being schooled in the wrong way. They're getting an education that causes them to embrace a free stuff mentality. And remember what I said to you. It said in Runaway Slave in that movie. A free stuff mentality. The slave does not necessarily seek freedom as long as he can be comfortable in his bondage. In bondage, the slave doesn't necessarily seek freedom as long as he can be uh, comfortable in the bondage. And the progressive Democrats. The liberals, they understand this. I have been saying this across the nation for years now. Made a movie about it. Runaway Slave made a movie about it. You can get it on Amazon Prime. Uh, just uh, the movie, Runaway Slave uh, movie. The Runaway Slave movie. I think that's how it's titled. But friends, huh. Let me tell you, if you don't speak out soon, our young people will have heard no other voice except for that of MSNBC, CNBC, NBC, CBS, CNN, the usual suspects. They would have heard no other voices because they have been programmed never to turn on anything that has a conservative label on it as far as news is concerned. So they haven't heard any of the commentary on Fox News 
or any of the, the pundits, the talking heads, the, the Sean Hannity's or the Tucker Carlson's, uh, Janine Pirro, uh, Lori Ingram's on um, Fox News. They haven't they haven't heard that. They're, they're, they're not open to hearing that. They don't want to hear that. Are you hearing me? And if you don't speak out in every way possible and the best way possible is through being present on social media. I don't do it as, as often as I should, but I am present on social media. And be sure to, to come along with us. Uh, FreedomWorks. Um, uh, .org, freedomworks.org, become a part of the largest grassroots organization in uh, the nation. And um, go to freedomworks.org and become a part of our 5 million on our Facebook uh, page. I tell you, it is absolutely phenomenal, uh, the type of work that we are doing across the country. And so uh, you become a part of that and uh, help us uh, do what we have been doing uh, for many years now. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show, and uh, we're going to be back with more of uh, the CL Bryant Show after these brief words. It has been um, challenging, to say the least, to be um, a black conservative. Now, black Republican, I've been that for over 20 years, over 22, 22, 23 years. I've been a Republican. And um, it was a transition that had to be made. And it was not one that you were going to make because um, you thought it was popular. It was one you made because you felt it was right. At least that's the way it was with me. And I and, and conservatives like uh, Dr. Thomas Sowell and Walter Williams and uh, uh, Ken Hamblin, you know, people like that, conservatives like that, um, black conservatives, Herman Cain for certain, uh, you know, when we think about conservatives like that, shoulders, we stand on their shoulders. Um, we think of people who did it because they, they felt it was right, not because it was popular. Oh, I know the names I've just mentioned have been called all kinds of uh, Toms, you know, that type of thing. And so we stand on their shoulders. But I thank God that I was able to make the film Runaway Slave where others could stand on mine. I'll be back. Don't go anywhere. I'm CL. <laughs> Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop.
lifted high. Our hearts are bowing in reverence. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you so much for coming along with us. As we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and uh, it has been uh, a pleasure being on with you coast to coast now for over five years. And uh, recently, over the last couple of years, been here on Red State uh, Talk Radio and um Going gangbusters, really appreciate it, and looking to expand our footprint as we have moved now to Colorado. I am CL, and uh, this is the CL Bryant, and I thank it's Bryant Show, and I thank you so much for coming along. Hey, listen, um, I know that it's it's easy not to pay attention to a health problem if you are still healthy, okay? If it hasn't affected you as yet, it's easy to ignore a health problem but friends and and maybe um i'm i'm more hyper health conscious than most i don't know um maybe so but i i do believe that uh, you need to be very cautious and careful about uh your environment and and um, germs and that type of thing not a germaphobe almost but not a germaphobe but uh the chinese um the latest outbreak of a new virus, uh, the coronavirus, the Chinese scientists say they have more evidence that um, the new virus that recently emerged in China likely originated in bats. Uh, in two papers published Monday in the uh, journal Nature scientists report the uh, genome sequence from several patients in uh, Wuhan show the virus is closely related to the viruses that cause severe acute uh, uh, respiratory syndrome. You know it as SARS. As you know, it scared the the daylights out of everybody uh, a few years back. And so... the idea that uh, we are they're, they're mad at us for, you know, strengthening our travel ban. Friends, it's just common sense that we keep out people who would bring in things that would harm us. And I, the cruise ship industry, uh, who knows? What what's going on? You know, and and I, Jane and I have been on a couple of several cruises, and and we enjoyed them, always enjoyed them, and all that type thing. And so, uh, though you have to be careful when you're going on such cruises because uh, the hygienic policies and so forth can can be uh, different when you're on a self-contained vessel. And things go bad. Also, you never know who's on there. Not being paranoid or anything of that nature. It's just that if you want to live in today's world, you better not be wandering around like an idiot. You better understand that uh, there there are things out there, there are people out there intent on harming you. 
Hey, folks. Um, yeah, it, it may have come from um, the from bats. Joe Lieberman um, is saying, and Joe Lieberman, that great independent uh, politician, very, very wise man. Um, I could have gotten behind uh, back in the day, back in the day before I uh, left the NAACP, you know, before I did all that 30 years ago. I could have gotten behind uh, a Lieberman. He He's sort of a almost the same type of... If I was going to be a liberal, he'd be the, I'd be the type of liberal Lieberman is. But uh, you know, Lieberman, liberal, Joe's a little bit too Libby for me on some issues. Others, he's right on. But now, understand this: Joe Lieberman is saying um, what the president may have done. Trump may have been inappropriate, but not uh, impeachable. As always. The voice of reason. President Donald Trump's actions with Ukraine might have been inappropriate, Lieberman said, but they were not impeachable, according to uh, the former Democrat vice president nominee, Joe Lieberman. Uh, the, the call that President Trump made with President uh, Vladimir uh, Zelensky of the Ukraine was inappropriate, was wrong. It shouldn't have been done. Lieberman said to Blaze, but did it reach the point where we can say nine months before an election, Lieberman said, adding that if we keep him in office, he represents a danger to the country? Lieberman said, I don't think so. And that is the lie. That's the game. That the Dems are um, uh, praising Val um, was uh, was on um, from Texas and from Florida. I'm sorry. And um, everything she was saying was being embellished. I mean, big time. And if you'll notice, the only defense that was given for the president was the facts. Everything the Democrats are saying, friends, are they're embellished. You've all had the cousin, the friend, or whoever uh, always embellish the story. Big time. <laughs> yeah, saw Bigfoot riding a pony. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, that's where we are right now. We're we're at that point where we're about to change shift gears. We're going to take the spotlight off of the president. And we're going to drive what's going to happen. Joe Biden is going to be driven out of the political arena. Mark my words. He's going to be driven out of the political arena. And the Democrats are going to be looking for a savior. At this point, Biden can't stay. Hunter Biden is going to become a, 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 a weight in the ocean around the neck of his father, Joe Biden. Hunter Biden is already beginning to pull Joe Biden down. 
It began weeks ago, but we did not know that it would have this type of effect on the lock that Biden seemed to have had on the Democrat nomination. That lock is not there any longer. And you can bet your bottom dollar that the uh, Democrats would uh, rather be on a raft in the middle of the Pacific Ocean than to see Bernie Sanders get the nomination. They would rather uh, see the thing just implode and blow up or whatever than to see Bernie Sanders get the nomination. And the reason for it is that uh, they just don't see themselves as that Sanders party yet. But you can, Bernie, Bernie, you can think, Bernie Sanders can think, he can thank Ocasio-Cortez for embracing the old man. Oh, yeah. She gave him again the relevance that he so desperately needed. He was beginning to wear thin and she inflated him again by getting out crowds, not only to see him, but actually they came to hear her and Bernie reaped the benefits from it. The Democrats, they loathe are you hearing me? They loathe the Ocasio Cortez, except the the far left. But the Democrat Party, by and large, loathe Ocasio Cortez. They fear what's going on here, because you talk about fundamental change. Uh, that Cortez um, faction, Omar and Talib Presley, that faction of the Democrat Party will fundamentally change the entire party. And they are are making Bernie to be their patron saint. That's what's happening. They're they're choosing Bernie to be their patron saint. And so uh, there you have it, friends. I'm looking at um, China being mad at us over our stronger... um, ban on travel ban you got to keep people out they want to come in and bring stuff to us that we you know really don't need in here the coronavirus uh case i think it's uh, i think it's nine of them that have been confirmed in the united states and um you see more and more people especially here in this area Uh, But I saw them in Louisiana when Jane and I were down there. I saw people wearing the mask on their face. And it's not only to protect uh, them from you, but you from them. Yeah. Man, when you get on an airplane, you are on one of the most germ-infested places anywhere. I got one of the worst colds from a lady sitting next to me on an airplane. I know, I mean, I mean, I know it came from her. 
And I, I usually am able to fight most things off, but she was Swedish. I'm not saying, you know, she was Swedish. But, man, that is, being in that tube flying through the air is one of the most germ-infested places you can possibly be. Airports, the same way. And so we have to be careful how this thing can spread. Because back when China was telling us that there was, what, 10, 8, 10, and then to turn to 20, and I was telling you that if they're saying 8 to 10 and now 20, you can guarantee that there's 20,000 who have been affected. And even though we're seeing what's uh, said, the ninth uh, coronavirus case confirmed here in the U.S., Friends, um, we don't know how this will begin to affect us. Does it get loose in the schools? What happens? And, and, and it's not one of those things where you're saying, oh, man, you're, you're trying to create uh, some type of hysteria. No, I'm not. What I'm trying to do is make sure that we don't get sick and die over something that could have been planted here. I'm not saying that it had been, but friends, we're, we're in all types of warfare going on here. Are you hearing me? Notice when the president signed the first phase of the China trade deal. And hey, we, we start shipping rice out and all this kind of stuff. And the farmers getting something like 400 billion, 40 billion, 40 billion dollars boost uh, coming their way from this, this Chinese trade deal, first phase of it. It's mighty strange how it seems like a week later we have a pandemic, the coronavirus, coming out of China. That, that, is, that is just beyond weird. I'll be bringing you more of my thoughts on that when I return and keep in mind before we start talking about that how strangely silent even though they harassed a couple of our one of our ships a couple of weeks back but the Russians have been strangely silent and heard much from them um An NBC poll (laughs) um, says that a plurality of voters are against Trump's removal. NBC reports that. And whenever NBC reports something like that, they are signaling to um, some on the left. And hopefully they reach some on the far left. They're signaling that um, this thing is over. They're saying to the Democrats, listen, the voters out there don't think that what you're doing is the right thing to do. When NBC uh, shoots that out, they are sending a message. 
But the Democrats can't seem to help them. They, they can't stop. <laughs> they, they, they can't stop. They are on a self-destruct mode. So uh, let them go. Let them go. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the president, of course, and, and the Democrats know this, would love to run against Bernie Sanders. Oh, yes. The president would love it. Any of you conservatives, any of you patriots out there right now, when we come back, we're going to finish up uh, today, home stretch of the C.L. Bryan show, uh, looking at the advantages that we could have if Bernie Sanders gets the nomination. They're going to have to stop him. They're going to have to steal it from him. But Bernie, we'd love to run against you. When I come back with more of the C.L. Bryant show, we're going to investigate that and, of course, uh, close out the show here today. Uh, man, I tell you, outside uh, here in the Denver area where I am, it is uh, snowing big time out here. But yesterday, yesterday at this very time, it was about 65, headed for about 70 degrees I've talked to people here in the uh, area who've lived here all their lives. I'm talking going to some of them going back 60 years, 70 years. They said it happens like that all the time. It can be very, very pleasant, and it has been. It has been very nice up here where Jane and I have moved to. Uh, but today, I'm talking. It's cold and snowy has nothing to do with global warming or man-made anything. It's been doing this for as long as anybody can remember. Oh, yeah. Don't buy into that religion because that's exactly what it is. It's a religion wanting to take us to a certain destination that would certainly fundamentally change our country. Bernie Sanders, Cot uh, Cortez, Omar, Tlaib, Presley, all of them, they want to fundamentally change the country. So we need to run against Bernie Sanders, but the Dems don't want it to happen. I'll be back. You thought I was worth saving, so you came and changed my life, you thought I was worth So you cling me up inside You thought I was to die for Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. 
God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. CL Bag Home Stretch, CL Bryant Show. Thank you for coming along with us as we Build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation, America, the greatest nation on the face of the planet, blessed by God from sea to shining sea. And you should be so proud if you're a legal citizen of this country. So glad, thankful, grateful that you have and that you are an American. Hey, we have our ups and downs like uh, anyone else uh, has. Why? Because we're people. We're Any nation is made up of people. And the nation can't be any better or any worse than the people that inhabits it, right? That's right. And so we have become an exceptional nation because we're an exceptional people. And it is the laws that govern us and that have governed us that has made us that way. But if you fundamentally change that, if you take that away, then what do we become? Whose image, what image will we, will, we, will we be shaped in? Because from the outset of, of our nation, the founding documents of our nation, you have these truths that make themselves evident to everyone who is a citizen. That all of us are created equal, that we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights. These things are in the founding documents of our nation. But if we let the Bernie Sanders, the Ocasio-Cortez, the Omars, the Talibs, the Presleys of the Democrat Party change the definitions by collaborating with college professors and even uh, uh, educators in elementary schools on, re- on, on, on changing definitions, then, friends, um, <laughs> I- I'm not really sure what, this, what the outcome of that's going to be. Because the only way to expose it is to really expose it. And the Democrats are not going to, they don't want that, they don't want that to be exposed. A candidacy of Bernie Sanders would be, would expose this one thing and the president's already saying it. In fact, he's done, he's taken preemptive measures against just about all of his opponents. But Bernie Sanders, he's now saying Bernie's a communist. Yeah, that's what the president's saying about Bernie. He's saying Bernie's a communist. And so is Bernie a communist? (laughs) Bernie says he is. President Trump, Bernie Sanders is a communist. What's the president going to say the whole time that he's running against Bernie Sanders? You know what he's going to say? Bernie's a socialist. And, And it's true. Bernie's a communist. And it's true. Uh, the very fact that you'd have Bernie Sanders as the nominee of the of the Democrat Party would drive Republicans 
and even Democrats to the polls to vote for Trump. (laughs) There are Democrats. Well, they may not go to the polls and vote for Trump, but guess what they're not going to do? They're not going to go to the polls. They're not going to go vote. If somebody like Sanders gets the nomination. And so, Bernie, here's what I'm seeing in the crystal ball for you. And you might want to say it like this, Bernie or Boiny. <laughs> it's deja vu. Where you're concerned, the same thing that happened to you with Hillary is going to happen to you with maybe Mike, little Mike, little Mike Bloomberg. Or I don't know, um, they may slip Buttigieg in there. I don't think it's going to be Joe. I don't think Joe Biden is going to be a concern of yours, Boiny. Boiny Sanders. They're, you're, the party that you have never really embraced because, well, you're a socialist, independent who somehow pull the wool over the Democrats' eyes and they didn't run you ragged through the woods calling yourself a Democrat. Because it has been Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, who has spawned young people like Cortez, Tlaib, Omar, Presley, It was Bernie who showed them and gave them the keys to how to run as Democrats, even though they're socialist and they want to change the Democrat Party. And, of course, Nancy Pelosi is doing everything she can to play both ends against the middle. That's what she's doing. She's going to get burned, though, because she's got the candle lit both ends. Yeah, she's got the candle lit at both ends. Nancy, you're playing with fire, girl. (laughs) Old girl, you're playing with fire. But I will give you credit for this. You are one and have been one of the most savvy politicians that have been a politician in America, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, she impeached uh, a president. Why? I'll tell you why. For no other reason than this one. To say that she impeached a president, Trump. For Nancy Pelosi, guess what? That's a promise made and a promise kept. She doesn't have anything to do with what uh, happens next. But she did what her handlers, what her masters told her she had better do. And for that, oh, she'll get a chance to bow out gracefully because utter defeat 
is about to befall the Democrats in about nine months. And Pelosi part in the Democrat Party in this era of the Democrat Party will be over. Because even though Bernie is 78 years old, he'll still be godfathering this thing for his young um, mouseketeers. <laughs> Bernie's mouseketeers. They follow him blindly, wearing his little mouse ears. Call it tinfoil, whatever. I don't know. I just know this. Bernie's rising and his disciples are rising as well, while Pelosi is fading into the sunset. You're seeing before your very eyes the Democrat Party evolving into something much further left than even when Ted Kennedy was alive. And friends, there are a lot of people who don't like it. But it's a trend that will happen with that particular party. And it will affect the landscape of America as well because it has to. It's affecting our children. And you and I, the thing that we have to do is try to hold on long enough to uh, at least allow them to see just how good it was for us. And how bad it might be for them if they abandon the things that made our nation exceptional. And it's found in the people who felt and believed exceptional things. Yeah. Exceptional things is what Americans have the, the 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 dreaming about exceptional things, the desire to have exceptional things has caused Americans to be exceptional people because we live an exceptional way of life and our young people must understand that the freedoms that's afforded to them as an American in our nation are not readily enjoyed by others around the globe as it is and as we are here in America. Huh? It's hard to tell um, sometimes a uh, well-to-do young Turk, an American, whether he's white or black, doesn't matter, just how good he's got it simply by virtue of being an American, because he's always had it good. (laughs) And then it's hard to sell that to someone who's always been downtrodden about just how um, fortunate they are to be in America and be an American because they've always been downtrodden. 
But most of America lives between that, those lines. The very wealthy, well-to-do, and the habitually downtrodden. Most of America live between those lines. And that America understands that we must now pay close attention to this entire political, religious freedom, American situation and do our very best to pass something on to our young people that indeed will help preserve this great republic. Hey, friends, it is one of those times, I'll leave you with this, where men and women of courage must step forward, realizing that the times will not suffer cowards. Stand up and let us preserve our great republic. Well, um, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to speak to you again, I'm CL. And my heartfelt desire for each and every one of you is that God will bless and keep you all.